Because Salat is a fulfillment of promise to Allah. Salat is an amana. Salat is a ahd. Salat is a promise to Allah and a trust with Allah that we're going to come and stand in front of Him. If you get indoctrinated into that, then you realize the value of all promises. You know, one of the summaries of our entire religion in the Qur'an is, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu awfu bil'uqood. It's the summary of the entire religion. Those of you who have iman fulfill binding agreements. In our entire, we have a binding agreement with Allah, with His Messenger, with His book, with each other, with our parents, with our wife, with our children, husband, siblings, fellow neighbors. They're all binding agreements. At the end of the day, work, business contracts. They watch these agreements. So you become punctual. You become you know, uh, careful in what you promise, the commitments you make. You get better at saying no. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلَىٰ صَلَاتِهِمْ يُحَافِظُونَ Not only are they constant on their prayers, they are the ones that guard, especially over the institution of their prayers, they guard them continually. They watch over them. They guard them means two things here. The first thing it means is the times of prayer. You, you create a, a protective perimeter about, around the times of prayer. Don't tell yourself after going to sleep at two in the morning, yeah, I'll get up for Fajr, I think. You didn't guard your prayer. You didn't care. It was no big deal. If I pray, well and good. If not, oh well, another fajr gone. Swing and a miss. That's not guarding your prayer. Guarding your prayer means go to sleep. Or, guarding fajr means go to sleep early at night. That's guarding fajr. Guarding isha means stop. It comes in, you pray. Don't take your time. Oh, there's time for isha. Fajr is like eight hours away. I got time for isha. Or maybe a little nap, then I'll pray Aisha. Just a little nap, I'm tired. I mean, you, want, you wouldn't want me to pray tired, would you? Because then I can't concentrate. And you wake up, Fajr is five minutes left. Now it's time for Aisha. This is you guarding your prayer. The moment it comes in, pray. Don't delay it. You'll mess up. You'll just mess up. Don't keep looking out of the sky at Maghrib. You're sitting there chatting. Oh, it's still kind of blue. That's bluer. Don't do that. That's not guarding the salah. The other meaning of this is what we learned, we started with al-Musallin and we saw these characteristics. Which according to this passage were all made characteristics of people of prayer. So guarding the prayer to this, the, this person who understands this, guarding the prayer to them has a new definition now. It's guarding all of these things. That's how I guard my prayer. How am I guarding my prayer and I'm still a, you know, I'm still a cheater, I'm untrustworthy, and I don't fulfill my promises, and I don't watch my eyes, I don't, you know, protect my faraj, and how am I guarding my prayer? And this ayat, these ayat aren't even about the true believers. This is about just people who pray. Al-Musalleen. People of Salat is one part of our iman. One part of what we're supposed to do. You know in Surah Al-Mu'minun where there's a similar passage, the qualities being described are of people of Iman, Al-Mu'minun. Here, this is all just qualities of people who make Salat. And there in Surah Al-Mu'minun, at the end, you get the highest Jannah. What's the highest Jannah? Here in this passage, you're not offered Jannah, you're told, the fire peels the skin off of people. And it calls them, except the people who pray. <laughs> You know, it's not, Jannah isn't talked about first. What's talked about first here is, 
These are the people who don't burn in hell because they pray. Salat is their protection. And here's how Salat protects them, because it protects the rest of their character. Then Allah at the end says, "Ulaika fi jannatin mukramun." Those are the people that are going to be in multiple gardens, honored. In every garden they go, they're going to be honored. Mukramun is a maf'ul. What's wrong with these disbelievers? What's wrong with the disbelievers? They come at you running. In Arabic is to run behind a leader, obediently. So what happens is that in this passage, Allah describes the people who will not burn in hellfire. And He talks about their qualities like they're honest and truthful and they're not shameful, shameless, etc. All these qualities are described. This is a Makkan surah. Quraysh hear these qualities and they know they represent the opposite of each of these. Let them play around. Until they meet their day. The one that's been promised to them. The day on which they will come out of their unmarked graves. Ajdath, Qabr is grave. Jadath is actually a grave unmarked. You don't even know it's a grave. When we look at this field over here, we don't even know how many people might be buried here hundreds of years ago. We don't know. This would be a Jadath. This would be a jadath. People drowning in the ocean or in a river. Nobody even found where they are. Their remains are buried deep under the sand at the bottom. That's a jadath. Somebody died in the desert and their, their corpse got buried by the sand. That's a jadath. Somebody fell off a cliff. Animals ate away at their remains. Whatever was left was, left was absorbed by the earth. That's a jadath. Allah says, the day on which they will come out of all their unmarked graves. Sira'an, quickly. As though they are racing towards a goal. Nusub was used, Nasab was used actually for um, a large stone that was their finish line when they would race each other in sports. So with large stone, that's your finish line and they would dash towards it, right? Allah says when judgment day, when the trumpet is blown, previous surah, they'll come out of their graves in this surah and they're gonna run towards it like they're racing each other. Right now they rush towards you to intimidate you, then they will rush because Allah is calling and they won't even be able to help themselves. Then yufilun is used, interestingly, when a prey runs towards its, uh, its, the animal that's about to kill it without even realizing. When a prey runs into a trap, that's awfada also. Or wafda, they use the root origin for that wafda. Khashi'atan absaruhum, their eyes filled with fear. Tarhaquhum dhillah, humiliation piled on top and on top and on top, layered on top of them. ذَلِكَ الْيَوْمُ الَّذِي كَانُوا يُعَدُونَ That is the day. That in fact is the day that which, which have, they have been promised. I promised them that one. And Allah does not you know, forgo His promise. Allah keeps mentioning the day that's promised, the day that's promised, because Allah expects human beings to keep their promise. And if they don't keep their promise, Allah certainly will keep His. So the, 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 the central concept in this surah was, you're asking questions, but when your questions are answered, you don't make the changes. You don't, there's no change in your behavior. SubhanAllah. So with this, we conclude Alhamdulillah Surah Al-Ma'arij. I'll give you guys a short break and we'll come back and try to finish Surah Nuh. وَقَدْ خَلَقَكُمْ أَطْوَارًا And He's the one that already created you in stage after stage. Tawr means stage. Atwar means you, you were babies and you were adults and you've matured so much. He's the one that did that for you. أَلَمْ تَرَوْ كَيْفَ خَلَقَ اللَّهُ سَبْعَ سَمَوَاتٍ طِبَاقًا haven't you taken a look and reflected how Allah created seven skies, one on top of the other in layers? And in those skies, Allah placed, within them He placed a light. Meaning the moon first, and then He placed the sun as a lamp. 
And Allah is the one who caused from the earth all kinds of things to sprout for you. Anbatakum nabata. All kinds of things to sprout for you. Thumma yu'idukum fiha. Then He's the one who brings it out, He returns it back to you from within it. Meaning the plants sprout and they give seeds and you put the seed back in and it brings it back to more produce. He keeps giving you more and more out of the same food. وَيُخْرِجُكُمْ إِخْرَاجًا And He continuously brings things out for you. وَاللَّهُ جَعَلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ بِسَاطًا And He leveled the earth down for you and made it easy for you to walk on. لِتَسْلُكُ مِنْهَا سُبُلًا فِجَاجًا So that you can pursue from it all kinds of paths and go through all kinds of valleys. Fijaj means, you know, open space between two, two mountains. You know, otherwise it's hard to tread and, uh, or, you know, to tread that path. And you open those roadways for you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. If you enjoyed this video, please do share it with friends and family. If you want to see more videos from this series, click on the box at the top. If you want to see other videos, click on the box at the bottom. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thanks.